0: Good morning, everybody. Joy here. As you guys know, I have started this podcast to share my entrepreneurial journey with everybody. And today, I am more excited about any other interview that I've done. And I've done quite a few because today I've got Alex. I'm actually literally getting goosebumps. (laughs) Um, She is um, a big idol for me. And I've looked up for her, up to her since the IFA in February because she just sparkled since then. Are you thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, but you're not exactly sure if that is for you, or you have tried a few times, but you have failed, or maybe you are currently on your journey, but you're not exactly sure you're taking the right path and if you're doing the right things. Follow along on this podcast where I will be sharing my entrepreneurial journey with you all. I will be sharing my successes, my failures, and also my challenges. The best part is I will also be interviewing fellow entrepreneurs that will be sharing their stories and their successes. This is my podcast, Entrepreneurial Journey, and I am Joy Nicholson. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm excited to be here, Joy. I am so excited to have you on. Uh, to see you grow has been such an inspiration for me, and, um, you know, because we basically did the IFA together in February, and, you know, you just boomed since then. I was like, whoa, what just happened? Slide so out, Alex. I can't keep up with you. <laughs>
1: I think I said, what just happened, too? I was like, Whoa.
0: <laughs> that's awesome please tell your story a little bit you know how did you get started how did you start this journey I know you get a lot but you know well yeah this is great
1: um so here's the, here's how I got started basically I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short for everybody um basically I was a nurse for you know most of my professional life um I kind of I, I ended up in a situation where the company that I was working for shut down so I lost my job right away like, it was like very fast and I had a choice it was like go back and try to find another job, um, as a nurse, or I always had this like secret nights and weekends passion of like trying to make it online. And I had been trying for over a decade. I've been trying for like 14 years. I mean, I had, I'm not kidding. When I say I've tried everything to make it online. Like I tried e-com, I tried digital marketing agency, affiliate, like you name it. I had blogs, like everything. And I just never, you know, I'd have like a little success here or there, but I never, made enough money to actually leave my job. It just never really took. So, you know, I had this, this opportunity where I lost my job and I was like, huh, I can go back and find another one or I can just like go balls to the wall and do this and try. So that's what I did. I just, I, I wouldn't recommend doing what I did, but what I did was I cashed in my retirement and I was like, I'm going to live on this and I'm going to try to make it right. So I thought that was a good plan. And, you know, we just started trying to make it happen, trying to make it happen. Went through a couple iterations, as it so happens. Finally, started to get some traction, and unfortunately, right at that moment, you know, as the universe would have it, um, my mom had an accident, a really bad accident, and um, it was to the point where she required like total care. Mm-hmm. And as I had been a nurse uh, and was the only medical professional in the family, it really fell squarely on my shoulders to take care of her. So. Um, where I was gaining momentum, I suddenly had no time at all to put into that business and we ended up losing all of that momentum, the income from that business, like everything. And ended up uh unfortunately having to like move in with my mom to take care of her because she like she just she required medicine every four hours. She required I had to turn her in bed. She couldn't even turn herself like every two hours. So it was just very hands-on. So we just decided, all right, gave up our place because we couldn't afford it anyway at this point. We'd run run out of money um, taking care of my mom full time. And, um, you know, we did that for several months and it got to a point where it was like, um, we need a plan. We need, we're running out of savings. We're running out. Like, what are we going to do here? And so my, uh, my wife decided she would take care of my mom full time and I needed to figure it out. Like it was, it was like, you got to go figure this out. So I was like, all right. So, um, That's what I did. I I just kind of out of a, you know, I'd I'd love to say I came into this game with some like lofty goals. At the time, I really didn't. I came into this game desperate. I came into this game terrified. I came into this game because I needed money. Like and I think that's actually a really common theme. Actually, a lot of people come into the online space because they're desperate, right? I know I was. So, you know, I, I fell into, um, the Click Funnels world, the sales funnels world, um, you know, and and particularly affiliate marketing with Click Funnels uh, because it looked like a great way to make some quick money, and I was like, oh I'll do that." Okay, um, so and I started to get like little bitly bits of success here and there. You know, I had a funnel and some some affiliate products, and I would run some traffic to it, and I would make a couple hundred bucks, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is great. Okay, this is awesome." And then my next run wouldn't be very good, and I'm like, "Oh, crap! No, this is not it. All right," uh, you know, I was trying to figure it out. And then, um, came across the One Funnel Away Challenge and the One Funnel Away Challenge just like like blew my brain open as to what was possible. Right. And, um, really just uh, you know, taught me structure for what I was doing before I was just kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. This gave me structure. And I remember, um, Steve Larson saying publish daily, publish daily. Like if you publish daily, you will never starve a day in your life. And I'm like, all right, we're going to do that. Like, they, yeah, I don't want to starve Cause that's where I'm at right now. So I started to think about, okay, it's like, where am I going to publish? Do I publish on YouTube? Do I publish on, on, on a blog? Like, do I, where do i go what do i do and i started thinking about that and then of course the concept of funnel hacking was taught to us and i was like oh, and for those of you who don't know what funnel hacking is it's kind of this like clever word for go check out your competitors like who are the people in your niche and your space that are just killing it the people that already have the you know the attention of your audience who are the people that already like you know are like where you want to be right and what are they doing and, and for fun, I think it's really about like looking at their sales funnel, but I took it a step further. I was like, what are they doing online? Like, how are they getting an audience? So I was like checking out their YouTube. I was checking out their blogs. I was checking out their Facebook groups. I was checking out everything. And I was really starting to deal with the Facebook platform, right? Like I, I was kind of getting active on the Facebook platform. A lot of the OFA was happening on the Facebook platform. So, you know, it was a comfortable place for me. What I noticed really quickly, was that every single one of these competitors that I was evaluating had a Facebook group, like, and a really vibrant, active, engaged Facebook group. And they were going live and they were teaching and they were training and they were making offers and making money and serving people and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's what's going on. I see. And I was like, I can do that. No problem. So, and then I realized, that's where I'm gonna publish daily. I'll publish daily in my group. This is perfect, right? So it was kind of like knocking over some big stones. Like I could publish daily and build an audience at the same time. And not just an audience, not like an audience that you have on YouTube or an audience you have on a blog, but I don't like this word very much, but kind of a captive audience. Like like you're in this group, like like it's a community, it's a tribe, it's a group of people that are all excited about the same topic. They all want to learn, they're all engaged. Um you know, and, and and you press the live button and bloop, there you are. And there's 30 people looking back at you, like, you know, that kind of thing. So it was a really a cool, interactive kind of environment. And I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that, in, you know, that interactivity. So set up a group, started going live. Um, one of the guys who I was like learning from, Doug Boughton, at the time, he was, um, he was doing daily recaps of everything that he had learned in the one funnel away challenge on that day. So at nine o'clock at night, every night, he'd go live and he'd teach like just a daily recap. He'd be like, okay, this is what we talked about. This is what we learned. This is how I implemented. These are my takeaways. This is my insight on this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's a really cool model. Cause I kept asking myself like, I don't know what to teach people. I don't know anything. I don't have any skill set. I don't have anything smart to say to people. Like I, I'm just getting started, right? Like I had nothing. So when I saw who was doing, and he was like super unassuming about it. He was like, "Yeah, I used to be this waiter, and now I just started doing this thing, and here we are, and making money." And oh my god, you know, it was like it was really pretty cool. So I was like, if that guy can do it, well then I can do it. You know, like it was awesome. I've told him the story and he's cracked up. But I was just like, yeah, man, this, this dude who's just like some waiter. I was like, this is great. Yeah. If he can do it, I can do it. Like it gave me belief. I'm like that's what you, you need belief You have to believe that it's possible for you. And then of course, Russell, you know, in belief week was just like knocking down all my, all my fears and all my doubts and all my limiting beliefs. It was amazing. So I was just like, I came out of that. Like, yeah, let's do it. Woo. Exactly. I was ready. I was like, all right. So, um, You know, I got my belief dialed in and I I just started modeling what was working and uh, started going live, doing my daily recaps as well, just like Doug was doing. Mm -hmm. But you know, filtering it through the lens that is me. He was filtering it through the lens that is him. I was filtering it through the lens that is me. I've seen so many other people do this, filter it through the lens that is them. And um, I think you do them, right? You do, you do recaps as well. Yeah. You filter it through your lens. And the cool thing, you're bringing yourself to the party. You're bringing yourself to the equation. People are falling in love with you. So it's not just the OFA they're learning about, but they're like, Oh, what's going on in joy's life. Oh, what's up with joy today. Oh, you know, like that kind of thing. Like, well, what insights does she have? Right. So that's the cool thing. And they start to build a bond with you. They start to build something that I like to call KLT factor, no like and trust factor. They start to, um, they start to like want to tune in. It's almost like, you know, programmatic television. It's almost like that. Like, you know, um, so it's it's a really cool experience that starts to happen. So that's what I did. And uh it started to grow. It just started to grow pretty quick. Had some pretty quick uh growth spurts, you know, went from zero to two thousand members in ninety days. And um that's made about yeah it was pretty cool. Made about 45k in commissions in 90 days, which was also just an amazing thing. And um, you know, I I think that I could have gone on that like continued on that path of like affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing. But I listened to my audience. I listened to my audience and my audience was resoundingly saying, teach us how to build a Facebook group. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Right? They, they, they recognized that something powerful was happening and they wanted to understand it. Oh. And, Yeah, I don't even know that I understood it. But I heard the call loud and clear and I was like, I'll go study Facebook groups and I'll formalize my knowledge and I'll be right back. (laughs) So that's what I did. And then just sort of started to develop a real, genuine, deep interest and over time and learning and experimenting and expertise in Facebook groups. So, and not just that, but community building, tribe building, you know, building just rabid tribes of super fans, like that kind of thing, you know? Um, and really being able to get people excited and on board about whatever it is you're doing. So,
0: I have to tell you, I've done um, I've done again, so I challenge. And in this challenge, um, it was quite funny because they were talking about how, you know, people actually find funnel hacks you know, one one on the way, which uh, I mean, we all did it, I'm sure, at some point. And this one guy was saying, I can't remember. He said, um, oh, there's also one group away, and everyone is like, yes, it's great, yes, Alex, is great, and people just had all these comments about how fabulous this is, and whether they're in your group or not in your group, but people know about it. So, and this is and this is the August, um, you know, challenge. So just to let you know, it is out there. people know about it. the August challenge, they're talking about it. <laughs> that, it just like,
1: blows my mind i had no idea. i'm not even in that group i didn't even do the ofa this time around. that is so crazy um i love it that's so fun that like makes me happy it makes me really happy to know i just want to i just want to like serve people with this i want to give people this superpower because it feels like a superpower you know when i mean it's just it's, it's an amazing thing and i want i want people to have that so that's very cool that makes me
0: happy I was very happy when I am like, yeah I let you make a name, you don't even know, there's like extra name, <laughs> people that don't know you, know you, <laughs> so what is your secret sauce, what is that, um, I would say, what is your three to five leadership principles that you would tell people, you know, this is your recommendation?
1: Wow, that's a serious question, I like it, three <laughs> to five leadership principles, that sounds so serious, okay, here's, the, this is what I would say, mm. And this is it's great I love that you did not give me these questions beforehand because I can just be raw real and honest and just tell you from my heart. Number 1 empathy 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 empathy. Care about your people. You know, when I when people come to me and they say, "Oh, should I do um, you know, what niche should I do? What this?" and I'm like, you know, they're they're talking all these other niches, I'm just like, who do you love? Who do you wanna hang out with all day long? Who can you just like not get enough of on your free time when nobody's paying you? Who are you hanging out with? Who are you just like shooting the breeze with? Cause those are your people. Those are your people, right? Because guess what? Times are gonna get hard. Times are gonna get hard. And you're gonna have to plug into something bigger than money and success and blah, 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 blah. You gotta plug into a community that you love. So you better care a lot and have a lot of empathy for your people, right? So that's number one. Um, and, you know, uh, another leadership principle that I would talk about is um, be a servant leader. You know, don't be this kind of leader that's like an authoritarian, authoritarian like do as I say, not as I do, or um, feel that you're above or you're, you're, you're better than or whatever. I mean, the best leaders lead from behind and push their people forward, right? So leave them behind and push your people forward and leave no one behind. Right? So that's another thing I would say. Um, oh, you got me thinking, man. You really got me thinking. I feel like I'm like, oh boy. I okay. And like a third one, let's see, is um, vulnerability, transparency, authenticity, simply be you in all your weirdness, in all your imperfection, in all your rawness. I mean, I curse, you know, and I really just don't care. Like, it just happens. It just comes out. And if I sat around trying to censor myself all the time, I'd look like I was constipated. It just wouldn't work. It would not work. You know what I mean? So I drop an F bomb. What are you going to do? Like it happens. If you don't like it, turn tune out. Like, I don't know, go somewhere else. Like I can't help it. It's just me. Right. So you just got to be your raw, real, wonderful, authentic self. And what's going to happen is you're going to magnetize to yourself, your people, and you will naturally repel those for whom it's all too much. Right. And that's cool. That's fine. No problem. Like church ladies might not be my group. That's fine. But, but, but my group, they know, they know me. They love me. They don't care. They're like, she, she curses. It's charming, whatever. Like they just let it, you know? So it, you know, you, you just have to be yourself and you have to be real and you can't, you can't sugarcoat it. You can't, whatever people see through it. Um, so be real, be vulnerable, be authentic, care and care and care and care and care
0: and leave from behind.
1: So that would
0: be. I love hearing it. It's because, um, you know, like when you have conversation with people, you start networking and people know each other. And I've had quite a few conversations with people, and every single time I had a conversation, and weirdly enough, you know, you would come up or somebody it will always be the thing is she really cares. And this is always a thing that people, it's the first thing that people notice when they talk about you is that you really genuinely care about people. And that's something really special and you don't get that a lot. So I want to actually thank you for that, for caring for people because it really, Alex, it honestly, it, it makes a big difference and people, they notice, they definitely notice.
1: That means a lot to me because it's funny, I did I did an exercise um, in a course that I was taking, uh, I was taking, Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi's knowledge business blueprint course. And they identify, like they asked us the question, what is your superpower? And I, do you want to know what I identified as my superpower?
0: That was actually one of my questions.
1: So please do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, good. So my superpower is that I care and people know it. That is my superpower. So it's very funny to me and interesting and, Amazing and, and satisfying and, and, and joy giving that people do know it, right? When I say I care, and they know it. Like, I really do. I really genuinely do. I wasn't a nurse for over 10 years because I enjoyed it. I was a nurse for it because it's hard work. It's really hard work. It's brutal work. And it's painfully emotionally. I've, yeah. I've put more bodies in a body bag than I care to even discuss. Like I was an ICU nurse and 50% of people don't make it out of the ICU. You know, like I've, I'm very familiar with death. I'm very familiar with pain and loss and suffering and I care. So, you know, I, I, I wouldn't subject all myself to all that stuff for years and years if I didn't really genuinely care. So I do, I do care very much. That means a lot to me. Thank you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Okay. So in the beginning, we talked about, you know, you're following Doug and you, you know, you did, you know, the kind of thing, but who is that person that opened the door for you to what you're doing at the moment?
1: Ooh. Um, so that's a really interesting question because it's kind of like, um, it's like this meta thing. So, um, who opened the door for me to Facebook groups would, would be Andrew Cruzy. Andrew Cruzy, I took his, group growth and monetization blueprint course, which is a spectacular course and everybody should take it. Um, You know, my challenge, my one group away challenge, um, in several ways draws upon some things that I learned directly from Andrew. It draws upon some things that I learned from another Facebook groups mentor that I have. It draws upon things that I experimented with in my own groups and just that data, bringing that back. But there's this wonderful weave, of information, and there's Andrew's imprints are all over it. And you'll see in the course, like, I I, I, I probably say the guy's name like 10 times. I'm like, this is from Cruzy, this is from Cruzy, this is from, like, because obviously you want to attribute, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I really learned some great foundational stuff from him. And not only that, and, and, I, and I love the guy, and I continue to invest with him. I'm going to his Tribe of Fires event uh, in a month in October. Mm-hmm. So I, I just love learning from him. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it's interesting. He opened the door to this, but it's funny that you asked that question because, um, another door has opened and there's more coming and more happening after this. Right. I was so excited to push this out into the marketplace and just kind of, it was my way of serving my people. My people had asked the question, how do we do Facebook groups? And this was my answer to my people it's funny because I never thought it would actually, I never thought it would serve anybody outside of DM Host, which is my Facebook group, digital marketing hacks for online entrepreneurs. I never actually thought it was going to be anything beyond that. I was like, Oh, we'll just launch it to the group. It'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. And now you're telling me like people in one funnel away challenge, are talking about it, which is cracking me up. Like it's starting to kind of seep and like other people are learning about it, which is really cool. You know, like that's awesome. But I haven't done any paid advertising. I haven't done anything like that. Um, I don't think it was ever meant to be like some massive part of my value ladder, honestly. Um, and I know weird, right. But so what's happened now is the next person who's been extremely, um, and who is going to be extremely pivotal in my development, um, is Liz Benny. And, um, I've just signed up for, for her Kapow accelerator course and her program really, it's like a you know, program that I'm doing with her. Um, and it's small group coaching, and that's what's next for me. So I'm going to be building out um, a real value ladder, building out a coaching program, building out, you know, uh, I want to do workshops and, and probably live events and things like that. So that's probably what's next. Yeah, so I'm excited. And and she is already, I mean, I've already only been really working with her in, in any very limited capacity at this point, um, just getting started. For the last two weeks and it's already been mind-blowing mind-blowing so i'm very excited um for what's next
0: she's a she's also she's a big inspiration to me as well and many other entrepreneurs so it, it, you're very privileged to be able to do this with her. So i'm so excited for you that is like really amazing stuff that's really really cool now we've okay. talked about all your entrepreneurial things which is absolutely fantastic but i want to drill down to a bit more personal things not like person, person, but. What do you do to take care of yourself? Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, and I'm very guilty at this, you know, I don't run as much as I should. I don't do the yoga as much as I should. But what is your daily routine of just taking care of Alex? Because if Alex is not there to serve the people, the people will be screwed. So what does Alex do? <laughs> I'll be fine. But I hear
1: you. Yeah. So um, I, you know, I have to tell you, in the beginning, I was terrible at this. I was terrible, terrible at this. Like I was not good. So, um, I had to learn how to get better. I really did. I had to learn how to get better because in the beginning I was working, you know, at first, when my mom first had the accident, I was like not sleeping. I was getting up at 4am going to bed at midnight, like trying to just fit it into every little free moment I could. Um, then when, um, when my wife started taking care of my mom, Then I'd go for 14 hours a day, just straight, just hustling, 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 not stopping. And, um, I I started to kind of like burn out pretty bad. Um, and then I I ended up having to take the entire month of May. I just took it off. I, what I did is I loaded up my group, um, scheduler, my post scheduler for 30 days. And Mm -hmm. I just set it on autopilot and I just checked out. I just couldn't, I was so burned out from pushing, pushing, pushing myself. Mm -hmm. And I spent that time journaling and reading and taking the KBB course and just you know because I, I kind of had like I just run I, I just really run myself to the ground so um and that was a phenomenal time because I started working out again I started eating healthier I just kind of like got back to myself um so yeah now um I've got a really kind of amazing schedule where um i Aside from last week, which was launch week, and I did not get a lot of sleep, but that was mainly my problem. I was just too like, Brr. I was all geeked out on adrenaline, right? So I couldn't sleep. But normally when it's not launch week, um, I, I definitely sleep eight hours. Um, I, so I have this um, inversion table, you know, like where you hang upside down, one of those things, uh, that- because I, I, I have like a thing in my back. So like my, my you know, it, my back gets tweaked sometimes if I sit too long. So I hang on that inversion table for like 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. And I found a really cool thing. Not only does it help my back, I mean, all that beautiful oxygenated blood going to my brain. I'm not kidding. I hang upside down for 10 minutes and it's like I'm levitating. Like I feel so good. There's like this sensation of well-being that takes over and I get creative and I get like really cool ideas. So I just hang on that bad boy. And I'm just like, I love it. It's great. And, um, I will, I go to the gym, uh, just about every day that I can. Um, I, I don't, I'll make it every day, but I probably make it about five times a week. Um, to the gym. Cause it's just, you know, the treadmill or the bike are where I have like tremendous creative ideas. Like I get my next idea on the treadmill or I get my next idea on the bike and my, my brain and body have come to anticipate that they want that they look forward to that. So it's like, if I'm missing my time in the gym, I'm like, ah. Oh, I need to go have another idea. <laughs> like this is I like that you know. So <laughs> I start have my ideas. I or I listen to like personal development stuff, or I read, or you know, some type of edification. Um, I do a lot of meditation. I come back and I'll meditate sometimes for up to forty-five minutes. Um, I do meditation. I do visualization. I listen to like I do affirmations. Anything to get myself into a space of like. You know, like I got this. I got this day. This day is mine. Like, mm, you know, I I really work on my energy level. I work on my um, intention. I work on my focus. I work on where my energy is going. Um, super, super, super positive. Uh, I just kind of refuse to let. I just refuse to let the negative in. I've gotten really good about not. I don't watch TV at all. Like at all. It doesn't even. We so we just moved into this place about a month and a half ago. My mom gave us a gift, like we we didn't have a TV, intentionally, intentionally did not have a TV. She couldn't stand it. My mom is such a TV junkie, couldn't stand it and bought us like, just as, it's almost as big as my whiteboard. It's obscene, it's obscene, this TV. I'm like, (laughs) am I going to like have a sports bar in here? It's so huge. So she bought us this obscene television, (coughs) and we haven't, I don't want the thing, I don't want it my house i don't like i just i just kind of so it's very funny we have this tv that every time she comes over i'm like i know i know i know i'm gonna put it up I just, <laughs> you know so so yeah it's like ridiculous so it's just funny So i, I try to just keep my brain you know coming from all the negativity that's out there in the world um i read it a ton i like to listen to audible that's mostly, you know, between, between trying to feed my head and keep, you know, keep my head in top shape, keep my body in top shape. Um, that's kind of how I do it. You know, I do other things like I drink greens, I drink like a greens drink every day. I take my supplements every day. I I drink a ton of water. You'll always see me drinking water. That's it. Mostly. That's it.
0: And I'm so grateful that you say this because I always tell my students to, you know, if you struggle with something, meditate. You know, if you struggle with something, visualize. I've got a vision board and every single time I have a conversation with somebody, I'm struggling. I'm not reaching my goals. I'm like, do you have a vision board? Do you visualize this every day? Do you live in that moment of happiness, positivity? Do you meditate? No. I'm like, well, you better have to start somewhere and that's your starting point. So I'm very grateful coming from you that has the proven success. You know, that's like, this is what you do. This is what leaders do.
1: Let me tell you, without that practice, without the practice of every single day, getting into the emotional state, I literally get my, work myself up into the emotional state of extreme gratitude. And from a place of extreme gratitude, I begin to visualize everything that I want. And it's like, I'll sometimes have tears running down my face from these visualizations and from this, like just... I am in that space, it's already happened, and I'm so deeply grateful. And I mean, without that, like, I would not feel grounded. And, and I'm, so, I'm so clear on what my future looks like that I remember my future. I don't remember my past, you know? I sit around and I think about memories of my future because I'm so future focused, right? And, and I know where I'm going. And it may not look exactly like that when I get there, but it'll look close, and I'm clear. And, and, and I think the clearer you get on that, The chances are higher you're going to actually get there, right? So, that's just my
0: take on it. But yeah, I completely agree with you. I I completely, it's it's absolutely, it's fantastic advice. Now, okay, so we've talked about that. So your relationships, how is that? because obviously you're very close with your wife and you guys have a great bond and you support each other and I know she's been doing some amazing things out there and just to see you guys supporting each other like that online is like, oh, that is so cute. I love it. But, you know, other than that, has um, because a lot of people in our nation understand, you would know this, that... Their partners is not as supportive you know as it should be i'm very lucky my husband is like your wife you know we're very supportive but what is that you know what would you recommend to people and this is a bit of a tough question and i don't know if you actually have advice on this but what would you recommend to people that is in that space where their partner does not support what they do because i have a lot of friends that they're sitting with that problem and I, my heart is breaking for them but I don't know how to help him because I'm not in that situation so I don't know yeah. if you have some insight on this maybe This is a good question because it's hard <laughs> it's like, it's really hard and it's really good
1: um you know I think that here's the deal Everybody has their own path everybody is on their own journey and it's really amazing when you and your partner have lined up and you're on the same journey <laughs> It's also really hard when you're not aligned and sometimes the only thing you can do you can't change people you can only love them right because you kind of try to change them and you try to get them to see it your way and you try to get them to respect you and you try to get them to you know understand whatever. they're going to entrench and dig in more into their position right because more than anything we love to be right. we just love to be right. And so I think that instead of um, you know, they may not support you. And that's really painful and unfortunate. But you need to cultivate a certainty and a belief in yourself, a steadfastness, a, a commitment and a and a certainty in your own vision that is so strong and so clear and such a clarion call to you. He or she may not hear it. You do you hear it? you see it. You see it clear as day. And you need to just keep showing up every single day, keep doing what you need to do to make that vision a reality. At some point, they will either get with it or they won't get with it. And either way, it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to just keep doing your thing. It's fine. You know, uh, success is sometimes the, I'll say this in quotations, success is sometimes the best revenge. I don't mean like I told you something like that. I just mean that maybe avoiding the topic altogether and just quietly dedicating yourself and getting yourself to the point where you're having some wins, that then those wins can kind of speak for themselves, right? And then you don't have to convince them with words, your actions have convinced them, your results, your outcomes have convinced them, right? So um, just keep your head down, do your thing, let your success
0: speak for itself. I love that advice. That's really good advice. So you guys hear it <laughs> from, from a person that have lots of success. I think it does. And and that's basically what I've been telling my friends is in that situation as well. You know, just just don't give
1: up, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up and don't really engage on the topic. I, I just wouldn't engage on the topic as much as possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, just like I said, keep your head on. I like that. Last question. What was the statement? So a lot of people, you know, they start out in this journey and they fail and then they try again and they fail. I mean, I tried, I don't even know, seven, eight times uh, in like six months that I failed and then they tried again. There you go, you know. So sometimes, and I've seen it first and you probably, the two people will start, they fail and they're like, okay, damn, I can't do this. This is too hard. And then I'm always like, get back up. You can do this. Don't give up. But at the same time, you don't want to keep motivating people if they don't motivate themselves. But in saying that, what is that little piece of advice that you can give somebody when they fail and say, "You know what? Get back up. Find your part of success." What would you tell somebody to just, you know, basically? What is that little something you give me to just keep going?
1: I think these are the best questions I've ever gotten. Honestly, this is such a good interview. Honestly, I'm like so impressed with your questions. Um, so, it sounds really cliche. Mm. There literally is no difference, no difference between someone who succeeds and someone who quits other than the number of times that this person Mm -hmm. got up after failing. That's the only difference. They failed just as many times as you did. There's no difference. They actually probably failed more times and just kept getting their butt up and they kept going more Mm -hmm years of failure, guys, you're probably brighter than I am. You're probably smarter than I am. You're probably quicker than I am. You'll probably make it in shorter amount of time. Like I'm not that bright. I was just dog determined like a, like a dog with a bone. I wouldn't let it go. Right. Like I have a determination. I am so freaking stubborn. Like I'm the most stubborn human being you'll ever meet, which in this case turned out for me, right? <laughs> like, it just, you know, in other cases, it doesn't really turn out well for me, but in this application, that stubbornness, that determination, that, that absolutely unrelenting unwillingness to give up, even despite all the odds, despite all the evidence that I was a complete failure, all the evidence that I was a complete failure, right? I had no evidence I would succeed. I had no evidence. I had belief. I had belief. I had belief, right? No evidence. Sometimes it takes faith. Sometimes it takes a dogged determination that seems unreasonable to you, to your family, to your friends. I would say, how bad do you want it? You say you want it, but you're going to give up at the first failure. You're not cut out for it. You're going to up, give up at the first failure because entrepreneurship, all it is is a series of failures until you make it. That's it. <laughs> series of failures, then you make it. And if you can't reconcile with a little bit of failure, not the game for you. It's just, you just got to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's failing, failing fast, getting back up and trying again. And if that, you know, if you can't get into that rhythm, I fail all the time. I screw up all the time, you know, like, like, and then I get back up and I go, oh, okay, like, I'll do it different next time. Oh yeah, no problem. No problem. You just can't take that stuff personally. <laughs> exactly. When a when a when a when a baby's learning to walk and they fall down, and then they get back up. Like, are they thinking all day? Oh God, I fell down. I wonder what they think of <laughs> me. Ah, they get their butts back up and they keep moving. Right? Be a baby. Be a child. we have forgotten what it is to learn. Mm. That learning process. So Just be okay with it. Get back up and keep it. Nothing serious is happening here. We're just learning. We're just learning. We're just figuring it out until we win. I
0: love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, my husband always tells me that I'm like a dog with a bone. I just don't give up. So I'm like, yes, yeah, me. <laughs> so I love to hear it from you too. <laughs> in,
1: in this application, the entrepreneurial journey, it is a beautiful quality. It's beautiful. It, it doesn't help so much in in like personal relationships, but <laughs> you know, in personal relationships, you got to be a little more, you know. But in like <laughs> real application, yeah, you got, you got to. Show. But um,
0: in the entrepreneurial application thing oh Alex I've had such so much fun thank you so much for having this with me and I must admit I was a little bit nervous when we started out just a little bit and I'm like nah this is just Alex I can do this and uh, yeah you know, it way <laughs> it's just so awesome Thank you so so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we will drop bottom. We'll let me try again. We will drop links on the bottom of this podcast. It's going to go to YouTube and the podcast app, and um, we will drop links where you can find Alex for a very cool group, One Group. Yeah, you.
1: Right, uh, uh, at the One Group Away Challenge, which uh, Joy is a part of, right? Um, and we're gonna like rock your groups if that's your thing. If you don't want to do groups, you can just come hang out in my Facebook group with
0: me and see what I'm up to. <laughs> and it's great to hang with you <laughs> that's awesome
1: you as well thanks so much okay bye bye